Welcome to the Leo Learning Podcast, helping global organizations move learning to the heart of business strategy. Find us at leolearning.com. Today we have Leo Account Director Sophie Miller and Jaguar Land Rover's Electrification Go-To-Market Project Manager Paul Hemingway, discussing disruption and electrification trends in the automotive industry. Hi, so I'm Sophie Miller. I'm Leo's account director, specialised in automotive. We're here today to have a podcast around how to train for electrification. So I'm actually here with Paul Hemingway from Jaguar Land Rover. Paul is Jaguar Land Rover's electrification go-to-market project manager. What we're going to be talking about is the work that we've been doing with uh, JLR, Jaguar Land Rover, um, over the last, um, well, since October 2016, specifically on the electrification strategy. We've actually been working with JLR since uh, 2008, uh, which put us in a really good position to kind of have these conversations um, on the kind of electrification journey. The kind of projects that we've been working on is from setting awareness across the organization around electrification, so electric vehicles, whether that be the PHEV or the BEV, but electrification itself. And more recently, we've been working on um, ensuring that the retailers are ready for the the electrification change, uh, whether that's from training for the heads of business or training for the retail staff uh, that have to have the conversations with the customers that are coming in. Um, So very, very different customers in terms of what they're looking for in their vehicle, with it now being um, electric, and kind of just preparing them to make sure that they're ready for this EV revolution. So I'll hand over to Paul to introduce himself. Uh, Hello, yeah, I'm Paul Hemingway. Uh, I'm the electrification go-to-market project manager for Jaguar Land Rover. Uh, This was quite uh, interesting because it was given to me as a four-month project at the end of 2014, uh, and I'm still very much uh, continuing with it now uh, because the bottom line is electrification is a huge change for the automotive industry probably the biggest change that we've seen in 120 years of making and selling cars, the move away from the internal combustion engine. Now, electric cars have been around for a long time. Uh, They've been, uh, uh, I can remember on the wall at Charge Masters headquarters in uh, Milton Keynes is a wonderful picture of a 1907 electric car with an Edwardian lady with a big hat standing next to it and this Heath Robinson contraption that it's plugged into uh, which was the equivalent of a charging point in those days it looked very very dangerous to me uh, but electric cars have never really taken off uh, because lead acid batteries were too heavy they were too big um, they didn't give enough range or power and they were really only any good for milk floats which is the reputation that electric cars have got that and the Sinclair C5 which has been a bit of a joke so for a long time you know electric cars have been the butt of top gear presenters uh, and they haven't really been a credible option in the market at all now that is all changing and it's changing because because of Tesla launching the first proper powerful electric cars. It's changing because the technology means you're getting more and more energy into smaller and smaller and lighter batteries. 
and it's changing because of legislation. Governments have made a commitment to move away from carbon-based fuels by 2050. Uh, transport is one of the biggest emitters of carbon, uh, and therefore uh, you know, zero-emission cars are very much seen as the way forwards. Uh, some manufacturers are playing with hydrogen as a solution, but most are pursuing electrification in the short term. Uh, and uh, that looks very much like the way it's going. So as your role as electrification go-to-market project manager, what, what activities are you doing within JLR to set that uh, electrification strategy? Well, I was given a, in 2014 a four-month project to look at how we took the car to market. Uh, as you can see, it's turned out to be rather more complicated than people thought because I'm still here and still doing it three years later. Uh, very, very important that we look at the distribution network. Are we going to sell this through all retailers or just some of them? Um, are we going to? What is different about the customer journey from buying an electric vehicle from buying an internal combustion engine vehicle? Uh, how long is the warranty going to be on things like the battery? What offers should we put with the vehicle to give people confidence to buy it uh, and to protect the residual value of the car? Uh, because without good residual values, a premium car cannot be successful in the marketplace. Uh, also, and a huge part of it is the charging equipment side of it. Uh, we've got our e-mobility team have developed contracts with preferred suppliers around the world who will supply war boxes both to the retailers and to the customers of the vehicle uh, as a preferred supplier. Uh, again, a huge piece of work to make sure that we've got the right offers with the right equipment in the right place in a constantly moving feast of electrification. So what, what do you see as the key challenges around electrification for you? So you're talking about the, the kind of strategy that you're putting in place in terms of the, the partners, um, but what are the actual key challenges of, of selling an electric vehicle and actually setting the strategy across the organisation? Well, the key challenges of selling it is convincing the customer, uh, the right number of customers, not too many, not too few, uh, that this vehicle will, do, will not leave them stranded by the roadside in their normal driving, that the battery won't fail, leaving them with a £20,000 bill when the car's one week out of warranty, um, and that the car is the right kind of product and will save them money. But that, that's almost easy compared with the internal structural difficulties of getting a business, an automotive business, aligned with, an, with something new, something that fits, doesn't fit in any of the silos that tend to operate. Automotive companies are very structured, they're very process driven. They launch new products regularly uh, and this is done in a certain way. Now with electrification, the problem is that everybody has to really understand the big picture to be able to do their bit. And a lot of people don't because it's new uh, and because I think to be fair electrification hasn't really been taken seriously up to now as we touched on earlier so it's um, it's very difficult to get everybody singing from the same hymn sheet to use the old cliche um, and uh, that has been tricky uh, but as I say every automotive company has faced that 
So in terms of learning development and training, um, how is that sort of supporting you to actually reach the organisation as a whole in terms of upskilling their uh, EV knowledge, so their electric vehicle knowledge across the business? Well, in the middle of 2016, it became clear to us that we were shortly about to announce the concept car for iPACE. Uh, and this was, we thought it was going to be planned for November 2016 in Los Angeles. In, indeed, that's what happened. But before this was confirmed, we set about creating an electrification course to bring people up to speed. Because what we didn't want to happen was customers walking into retailers and walking and, and talking to people from JLR. And these people had less knowledge about the product and about electric cars than the customer. Uh, that was something we really wanted to avoid. So we put together a training course that was designed to bring people up to the to a basic level of understanding of what EVs were all about, uh, so that they will be able to at least talk knowledgeably to customers who came into the showroom to discuss it. Um, and Paul talks about um, planning this electrification course um, and Leo very much got on board three months uh, before the go-live date yeah. um, and three months sounds a lot to um, any learning and development professional but when you're actually developing into English and then 12 other languages and actually pushing that out on the learning management system it, it was quite challenging. Uh, it, it was but not as challenging as I expected it to be to be honest <laughs> yeah. because, because um, Leo were the disciplinarians, Sophie cracked the whip, and she was very, very solid with the, the time the timeline that we had to adhere to, and we did adhere to it. And a lot of that was helped from our side by the fact that we were absolutely crystal clear as, as to what we wanted to do, and not too many people were involved in it. So we had the right core people, the e-mobility technical expert, um, and us from the go-to-market side of it, and we were able to run through the course very effectively because we knew the direction from the work go, and that work, that was very important. I think no agency can work with a client that keeps chopping and changing what it's going to do. In terms of the um, setting the objective, um, we were talking about this earlier in terms of as a small group of subject matter experts, and you were... Uh, you gave us the time to kind of work with you and, and made sure that you took the time to make the reviews. But I think you were one of the first clients that we've worked with that have actually tried to reduce the content rather than increase it. So it was definitely a journey from Leo's perspective. Um, and I think it was the stepping stone for us to set the electrification awareness course and then actually evolve into all the other electrification e-learning courses and blends that we're kind of developing to really support um, the retailers uh, across the automotive of, of, across Jaguar Land Rover to actually understand what electrification means and now actually working with the product managers to actually launch the, their specific vehicles so it's definitely been a journey well, that's right I mean we rolled it out to 93% I believe of the retailer network in 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 about four or five weeks uh, just before and just after the, the announcement uh, at Los Angeles that we were going to be doing an, an EV. Um, and the feedback we got back was all positive. As people said it was much better than the courses that other manufacturers had put out, which is only as it should be because we had a chance to learn from their mistakes. Um, and, and, and yeah, it brought everybody up to that level very, very well, I think. You've been listening to the Leo Learning Podcast. 
helping global organisations move learning to the heart of business strategy. That was part one of the Leo Learning podcast on driving the automotive industry forward. Don't miss part two. For more on this subject, don't miss the Leo ebook, Thriving in Times of Uncertainty, Driving Automotive Industry Learning Forward. Available as a free download on the resources section of leolearning.com.